<coughs> Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 45. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God, what God put in my heart on a daily basis, a weekly basis, and a monthly basis, and a yearly basis, wherever He does, if God plans things, and as we started, we're taking a break from J.B. Phillips' This Is The Day part of uh, book that we've been following. We're going to get back to that after the Christmas holidays. We are going to start, last week we did a Thanksgiving one, uh, one of the days. The last day I believe it was, was Wednesday. And now it'll be Thursday because we're doing Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this of the week now. Um... We are going to be starting with the Bible study of Christmas. And maybe even a few sermons might come out. We don't know. Um, but we're going to, tonight, we're going to be, today, we're going to be looking at, starting to look at Luke chapter 2 and verse 1 when we start that. Then we're going to always do our prayer request segment. And then we're always going to do our closing remarks. And right now, since it is the Christmas Christian Bible study time, we're going to uh, listen to Away in a Manger. God for all those kids that were willing to record that song Away in the Manger and me and a friend of mine he's a pastor's son 
get kind of disappointed around this year, except in my church, on God's Internet Church, we do more Christmas songs. And the reason we get a little bit disappointed because his dad waits up to the last week of Christmas, the week before Christmas, to start playing the heavenly um, Christmas music. And and I think it's something that should be celebrated all the way through December. And I there's a lot of people in that congregation, I'm not part of that congregation anymore, that feels that way too. But then there's some that, whoa, we hear it so much in the stores that it drives us crazy. <laughs> but I believe that Jesus Christ is the spirit of the season. And especially that song there, Way in the Manger, is, you know, is a reminder what Jesus Christ did for you and did for me. What he was willing to leave heaven and died on the cross. and But... That's getting ahead of things. We're going to go now to the book of Luke, chapter number 2. Book of Luke, chapter number 2, and we're going to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to take a coal house heaven's altar and anoint these slips of clay. We just ask you right now in the name of Jesus to give me the words you want me to convey. There in this Bible study, Lord, uh, teach us. Of what was going on and what people were thinking and maybe what you were thinking Lord when you were there we just ask you to help us with this in Jesus name amen and amen Luke chapter 2 <coughs> excuse me my allergies are acting up so but it's Luke chapter 2 and starting verse 1 but the title that I'm reading here says the birth of Christ it says and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed and this tax was first made by Syrians was governor of Syria and all went to be and all went to be taxed everyone into his own city and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary his exposed wife being great with child okay so they started a journey because a tax memo went out to every province saying they got to go back to let's say like our so our capital just like here in Michigan it's Lansing saying that they had to go and pay their taxes and some of these people live <coughs> bless me sorry live many miles away <coughs> and it took days to get there because they had to walk or ride on donkeys or they had to ride on camels. Well, in this time, they had to go or they would be by risk getting seized, their land getting seized and getting thrown in prison and even worse than what we can think of or even by being getting beheaded because they had paid their taxes so they had to go. Now, think about this. 
everybody who whose lineage was out of King David's province or city that he lived in they had to go there to pay their taxes it ain't like what we can do with the IRS or the state or taxes or the city taxes and go to have them made out and then send them in the mail they didn't have a mail a, a mailing system so they had to travel there once a year to pay these taxes alright well as they were going they ran into a problem okay so let's go to verse 5 let me verse 6 and so it was that while they were there the days were accomplished that she should be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid them in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now that's the other part of this study I want to talk to you about today is there was no room for Mary and Joseph. And part of that reasoning is they probably didn't have many motels in this providence because they an innkeeper because their pie wasn't things uh, a need for it all the time. They only came, but this guy made a lot of money because now everyone's traveling here to pay their taxes, and they needed the place to stay. Well, there were so many people that stayed there that there was no room for Mary and Joseph by the time they got there, and she was ready to conceive. Now you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, I never heard of going to an inn and having a baby. You know, usually you go see the doctor in the province. And you know, you think there would be a doctor in the province. And maybe it was after hours where the doctors wouldn't see patients and stuff. I don't know. But that is a good question. Why didn't she go see the doctor? And maybe staying in this makeshift office. I don't know. That's a good thing to think about. But we got to also remember here. This is God's plan for Mary and Joseph. There was a reason why God allowed her to have this baby with no room in the end. And if we would have studied the scriptures a little bit more. The innkeeper was so worried about her that he said, well, I don't have a room, but I can charge you my barn or my manger, as they would call it back then, of my barn. So they, they, they went into the barn and didn't have a bed for the baby, so they put it into a manger. And a manger is a type thing of an eating trough, right? I would say it's like an eating trough and to feed the animals and give the hay, give it oats and give the animals different things. So here is the Savior, God's Son, our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, being born, being wrapped up in fine linen that Mama brought and putting them in a manger. A manger. In a barn. The, the child of God. Son being born in a barn and living in a barn with the we heard the the people saying the cattle were lowing and it woke the baby but let me tell you something saints 
Jesus was willing to do this. Jesus was willing to be born in a manger, born in a barn, put in a manger to sleep with the smell of all of those animals. Why? Because he had a mission. He had a mission. One of my sermons that I preach usually every year is called The Greatest Christmas Gift Ever. And I also added the greatest birthday gift ever because we considered Christmas to be his birthday. And the reason why I do this, and I probably will share this sermon on here, look it up, uh, let it preach, and you know, and share it in. That might be one of the sermons I share. But the reason this I say this because. God had a plan for baby Jesus. Even though he was born in a manger, in a in a barn. God want Jesus wanted to be lowlier than anybody. And you know, and he proved that as he grew up. Because when he started his his mission his uh his ministry when he traveled from town to town, we don't hear Jesus going to the end and checking in, do we? It always says that he camps nearby the city. All right? So that kind of shows us that Jesus lives a simple, a simple life. All right? And it also shows us the focus on what he does. The only time it talks about him getting a room is when they were getting ready to do the Passover and Easter. And they get an upper room. They make arrangements for that. But what was Jesus' gift? Jesus was the gift to the world to grow up, share God's word to the, to the surrounding countries or the surrounding areas and also to perform miracles but also to die for our sins on the cross of Calvary. Now, it took quite a few years for this to happen. Let me tell you something, saints. That's what this Bible study is all about today. This is what the real meaning of Christmas was all about. That's what the real meaning of Christmas is all about. Gee, God gave his son to the world for him to die for our sins on the cross of Calvary to make <coughs> excuse me to make a bridge for us to make our relationships right back with God because we know the Jewish people dealt with dealt with um, sacrifices of animals to ask God for forgiveness. Well, Jesus became our sacrifice for our sins once and for all. And now he's at the right hand of the Father advocating for us. When we do wrong and we ask for forgiveness, he goes to God and says, Hey, I died for that man's sin already. All of his sins. You forgave him through my blood being shed. Forgive him, God. Give him another chance. And God does that. Because 
God made a way by giving us his son. And that is the real meaning of Christmas. Okay? Now, praise the Lord. We don't want to get into the next part of it, of chap Luke chapter 2, or do that tomorrow. But we got a little bit of a head of ourselves. But why have you here? If there's people listening today that don't know Christ as their Savior, I'm going to give you a chance to do this today. And it's very simple. If you got your Bible that says John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Whoever believe on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And what that means is God gave us Jesus to die for our sins. And if we believe that and ask him into our hearts and lives, you will not perish the death of spiritual death. Because that's what that death means. A spiritual death. And what Adam and Eve put on you when they both, both ate of the fruit that was forbidden in the garden. Okay? So if, if you heard this today and I said something today that you want this Jesus that I talk about. I want you to say this simple prayer with me right now. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me for all of our sins. Cleanse me from all your unrighteous all my unrighteousness. And wash me white as snow with your precious blood. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer today, I want to welcome you to the to the kingdom of God. And if you said that today, heavens is rejoicing. The angels are rejoicing. And I'm rejoicing with you. And I'd like to encourage you to find a Bible-based church like mine to get the preaching that you need. Uh, Hands-on. I'm... I have a hand I have a Bible based church and you're most welcome to watch it. It's live on Facebook and you can join us through God's Internet Church group and that's our live service. When and if you don't want to come live, you can look up God's Internet Church Group, join. I accept I'll accept you and you'll be able to watch the sermons that are there. But I also know there and being a new Christian, you need some hand-on touch, which I cannot do. So I encourage you to found find a Bible-based church and get the teaching you need there too. But I encourage you to listen to me too, and encourage you to listen to this podcast. Maybe you're some of you that you got family that need to know the way of the Lord, and you think this is an interesting podcast today of this message of gift of salvation that God gave us well just share it with people tell them to go to Hopper or wherever how you guys do and let them share it and come to you and I I thank you for the outpour of listeners that I do have listens and right now I think we're up to 202 listens 
And I'm not doing this for ratings. I'm not doing this for listens. You know, if only one person would listen to this podcast, I would still do it because it's touching a life that helped them through these times with God's help. Or maybe if they don't know Christ, they come to know Christ. And it would be worth it all, even if one answered. But I want to reach as many of the lost as I can in this lost and dying world and help many Christians as I can as the Bible's teaching. Okay. But on that note, we're going to go to our prayer request now. And I don't have the list on me, and I'm not sure where it is right now. But I do know this. I know it. And on top of this is part of God's Internet Church is my dad for his aneurysm on his heart. My mom's back. My cousin Margaret's uh, leg and her loss of her mother. My brother-in-law and us as we go through the rest of the things going on with the estate. Uh, our friend Lloyd who's got cancer. Uh, my friend Sean, who's like a brother from another mother, is unspoken. And his mother's uh, hip recovery. Um, my friend Paul, who's not the same Paul I mentioned before, his back and his child getting sick. Not coronavirus sick, just sick. And that she don't get coronavirus as she's going to school. Um... Unspoken for uh, different parts of the ministry that God's birthing in me. Um, my cousin Sharon, because for her tailbone, and then uh, my aunt because of her diabetes, and she she just found out she's a diabetic, and her lung is fine. It was her diabetic. She's got diabetes. Um, and she's trying to figure out how to eat and she's scared about it. She's scared to eat anything now. She'll eat it, but she's scared to eat too much. But, um, so we need to let God work with her and calm her down. And then my grandma for her eyes and ears and her hip and her legs to get better. She's 93 years old and she's not got much more time on this earth. But we want God to give her, maybe let her see a little better, hear, hear a little better, and walk a little better while she's here, just to make her a little bit more happy. Um, and God's leading us to pray this. And for this guy of Chris Fields, um, he's my cousin Sharon's uh, boyfriend. Um, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was in a bad um, car accident, a bad motorcycle accident. And they helicopter him not to the hospital in the area, but some other hospital. I asked him to text me the name, and he never gave it to me. So we're just going to use him as a standard proxy. And then the praise report, my cousin Dennis don't have coronavirus anymore, but he can't drink like he used to. He goes to try to get drunk, and he gets sick now because, uh, because of some of the recovery and stuff. He tried to go to the bar I guess and get drunk and when he was released from quarantine and it didn't go very well and uh, I don't know in my book that's probably a good thing but because you know 
you, you don't want to get drink until you get drunk and do foolish things. But maybe I'm being a little harsh. I don't know. But he's having trouble with that, and he's recovering. And I guess their little baby's sick now. But they don't. We don't think it's coronavirus. I guess. So we praise God for that. And uh, but I will find out more. But pray for the little baby. But anyways, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. And we thank you, Lord, that you're a Father, you're a God, and you're one that created us. You know our bodies. We just ask you right now to go down and touch my dad and his aneurysm, Lord, and heal it from off his aorta and, and strengthen his aorta and touch my mom's back and let, the, let this therapy work out the way it's supposed to. And be with my cousin, Margaret. And help her through this time of loss with her mother. And help her with her hip. and I mean her bad leg as she's trying to clean up the estate for her too. And Lord I ask you be with Lloyd. He's got cancer Lord. We just ask you continue to touch and heal him. I ask you be with my friend Sean like a mother from another. He's a brother from another mother. I ask you to be with his unspoken and you know what that is Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with this mom's recovery for hip and the something with the she's having trouble walking with the cane. Let everything work out there. And another unspoken for him that I'm putting in for him. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother in law and me and my wife as we finish up this uh state of her mother passing away. Uh, things haven't been good and on his side of things and so we just ask that you work things out the way you want, Lord. Not the way he wants, the way you want. Not the way we want, but the way you want. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my cousin Sharon, uh, tailbone, and continue to heal her. Be with her boyfriend, Chris's friend, who was in that bad motorcycle accident. Come and take care of him, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with... My grandma and hear her eyes and ears and leg and give her, let her hear better, let her see better and let her be able to move better, Lord. Be with my Aunt Denise and this diabetes, Lord, and recovering from falling a few weeks ago, a month ago. And Lord, I ask you all this in your precious Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Well, as our closing remarks come, i like to thank you for listening to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 45. Say God bless you, love one another, help one another, and be, keep one another safe in these times. God bless you. I'm Pastor Ron. I'll talk to you tomorrow with God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 46. On that note, God bless you, and have a good day.